I'm Daryl Baskin. You're listening to the future of real estate on your home for success. 105.7. Remember to find your next home at homeguidetulsa.com. One address, thousands of homes, homeguidetulsa.com. So what does a real estate commissioner do? What is the real estate commission in Oklahoma all about? Who does it protect? What are the standards? Real estate commissioner, David Chapman with Realty One. Also, a um, are you officially a professor at UCO? Is that a title as well? I am. I am full-time professor, tenured professor at the University of Central Oklahoma. I run the real estate program here. It's housed in the finance department of the business college. Well, um, you're also, I'll call you a professional blogger because you do some great blogs and you write for <laughs> for the uh, business journal. Uh, somebody really good to follow here. You can find him online at, on Facebook under David Chapman and uh, look for that Realty One and the University of Central Oklahoma. But David, wh- talking about the Real Estate Commission, there are, uh, and I'm going to throw a whole bunch of stuff at you. So there are a seri- series of um, things that you all look out for. There's a real estate code. There's a place for the public to complain when they feel like they've um, been wronged by someone who's a licensee. There's a licensee, and then there's the realtor, which is a separate professional association. I mean, all kinds of things that really get confusing to the public. What does the Real Estate Commission do for Oklahomans? Great. So two things. The Oklahoma Real Estate Commission is housed at the state capitol. Uh, it is a state agency, and our our mission and purpose is to protect the public. And the way that we protect the public is to educate and to license. And uh, at times, we have to reprimand real to uh, real estate professionals, uh, licensees in the state of Oklahoma. So we handle the licensing. We build the you know the questions for the tests, so to speak, and license organizations to give those tests. And we license brokers, sales associates and provisional sales associates. And then we authorize their continuing education going forward and that sort of thing. So there's and then a- we we influence legislation that has to do with real estate as well at the state capitol. So legislators would come to the Real Estate Commission in, in many circumstances to find out how the law and code has been working and what kind of input is needed from real estate professionals and protection of the public. And it, it, that would be one function. Yep, that is that's perfect. Um, we have seven commissioners. We have one that is a lay person uh, that's not in real estate per se. Then we have one from the education that owns a owns or works at an education facility to train licensees, and then the rest are realtors from around the state. And we make up a board. We meet monthly, generally, and during that monthly meeting, we will talk about issues that we've had in the industry. And then we have people who. Uh, have not done a good job that come in front of us uh, to discuss what will happen with their license and that sort of thing. But I'll tell you, one of the efforts that we've really tried to make in the, in the the with the Oklahoma Real Estate Commission is to really be an educational place and not a disciplinary. So we don't like to discipline unless we have to. We like to educate to keep people on the straight and narrow path. What I've figured out is that people want to do the right thing. Most of them don't know what the right thing is, and they make mistakes based on their lack of education. So if we can if we can teach them up front and make sure they have the proper education and licensing, then generally we don't see them again, and that's what we're trying to do. Well, I will tell you, David, that, that is so refreshing to hear, and I'll, I want to commend the leadership and the function of the Real Estate Commission today because I see that difference. As a 30-year veteran, there used to be a time where 
you didn't want to call the real estate commission because if you asked a question, you could be reasonably assured that an investigation would be opened on you. And yep. th that's not the way you wanted to cultivate the, the licensees in protecting the public, uh, their interest in protecting the public. It was a fear-based uh, application to that law right. and the code. And today, even uh, this week, I was on a Zoom webinar with a hundred other hundred other associates with my company talking to. I tell me if I say her name correctly, Reese or Reese, yep. uh, who's one she of the. She is an investigator. Yeah. And and what better way to learn how to stay out of trouble and to protect your own clients? Because that's what that's what these agents were here for. It was we right. want to understand the best practices to avoid having any problems in the first place because we don't want our clients to have to to bring anything to the commission. And and that was a yep. huge outreach, uh, an hour of her time uh, to really help answer our questions of what's proper protocol and how do we best serve the public. So uh, you're certainly uh, you're certainly meeting that mission, uh, I'll tell you, and I appreciate that input and leadership from you as a commissioner. So what kind of complaints come into the Real Estate Commission? I mean, what's uh, I'm sure you get a lot that are that are not um, legitimate complaints, but what really right. boils down to a good complaint when somebody been wronged? So primarily, <clears throat> our biggest complaint is in the property management world, and it's uh, primarily between landlord and tenant, uh, which those will many times go to court and not to us, because what we're looking out for is did the did the real estate sales associate act uh, in accordance with the guidelines and the laws in which we have. For licensing. So that's what we want to make sure. So that's the first one. The second one is dealing with earnest money. Um, you know, there's always, uh, there are issues, and I'm sure that you've seen them, where people are reluctant to give back security deposits after a transaction has failed to inspections or uh, lack of funding or some other contingency. and. Uh, and the, the real estate sales prof professional may want the uh, the money returned, but maybe somebody won't sign the documents. Uh, so we see some of those kinds of things. Um, and then we see more serious stuff as well. Um, you know, we've got people, realtors are actually going in into homes uh, with lockbox keys. And uh, so from time to time, we'll see an issue with somebody being in a home, you know, and that's uh, things that we have to watch for. And I'm encouraged with the security of the new electronic keys and things that we can we can limit a lot of that activity. I think it's important to point out to the public how much effort goes into when you think about the thousands of licensees and I think they're uh, over 20,000, uh, 13,000 mm -hmm. are realtors. These are people who have uh, have access to all of these homes in, in whatever area they're working. And the safety uh, precautions that go into place to, for background checks, for education, for access to these key boxes, which has, has to be updated every day in, in most loca localities, um, is really important to the public. And that's something that everything from the Association of Realtors to the Oklahoma Real Estate Commission and every board in between is watching out for. So really amazing stuff that happens. It's fascinating to look at it and to see the job uh, that you all are doing there at the Real Estate Commission. David, thank you. Uh, more yes. information, David Chapman at Facebook. Uh, follow his blog post, really interesting stuff there many times. The inspiration for a topic on this program. And I appreciate you taking the time today. You bet. You're listening to The Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.